Here we go. All right. Hello, everybody. Welcome to another episode of Cody, Dad, and Uncle Shane XFL. As we will be talking about week six and week seven, as we got so much to talk about. Uh, let's get into our XFL news as soon as he gets his mic back on. Hey, my mic is back on, and um, I was waiting to see if we had a sponsor for this segment. We do have a sponsor for this segment. It's sponsored by uh, Myrtle Manor Trailer Park. Do you need to fit four adults, two dogs, and $1,000 of booze in a new fifth wheel? We have space for you at Myrtle Manor, where the plastic flamingos outnumber the IQ. (laughs) Do you think we'll see players play in the XFL and in the USFL? Well, I mean, you could. I mean, what? There's four weeks left in the XFL. The way players still have they still have playoffs in the championship games. So there could be some guys getting cut early or released, uh, possibly, right? So did you guys hear? um, uh, So that game on Monday night, I I know. uh, Shane, uh, you've been uh, kind of busy, but uh, hmm. the refs, the refs, the mic'd up refs is proving to be uh, a lot of comedy here. Um, they, uh, they, they had a, so here's what happened. A Houston player on the sideline squirted some water at one of the officials, which was oh, yeah, no. a pretty bold move. But the official, you know, with his hot mic, uh, you know, obviously didn't like that. And uh, when he went to have a conversation with the other head referee, uh, he, he, he made it clear why he was making the, the, the personal, personal foul call. <laughs> so it's just funny that, you know, the, the statement that uh, this guy shoots was, was squirting water at him on the sideline. <laughs> Why he threw the flag? So uh, funny. Good, uh, good entertainment from the hot mics there. <laughs> Looking through here, there's not really. I mean, as far as player movements, uh, not, not all. Everybody's scrambling right now, right? I mean, the the playoffs are uh, coming up soon with the XFL, so uh, everybody's trying to find all the right pieces. That's it for the news. All right, as that is some great XFL news. As now, we are going to be doing something a little bit different as we're going to start with our questions first. 
Hey, Shane, who's the sponsor for this one? <laughs> oh, God, you're throwing a curveball at me. The sponsor for this one, this segment, is uh, Karen's Prohibition Moonshine Runners. Do you need booze run across multiple state lines? She's got you covered. She has stops in Utah and a shady trailer park in Idaho to run it to the West Coast. No order too small. You should see the bumper stickers. <laughs> well, she has a long fleet of uh, reptile shaded cars that blend right into the background. That desert landscape. The desert landscape. Yes, she does. All right, Cody, what do you have? All right, so my first question is actually going to Shane. Okay. So Shane, as we know, Seattle pretty much, you know, signed Bobby Wagner to a one-year deal. Do you think this is the right move for Seattle? Uh, I do, um, on, on a few levels. Uh, thanks for the question, Code. I... Uh, I think it works because, for one, you know, he's a, a legendary player. He needed to retire as a Seahawk, and I do think this is going to be his last year. But also, um, at the very end of the year, we lost our, our top tackling linebacker, Jordan Brooks. He, I think he blew a knee out. So he's, uh, he's there's a big hole in the defense right now. Bobby Wagner is about as easy of a plug-and-play as you'll find. And, uh, I mean, he might as well come back home. He's loved here, not like Russell as he went out, you know, super crazy. So I think it was um, the right move to sign him. Uh, sounds like we got a, a decent deal uh, as a one-year thing, and he'll go down as a legend. He might even have a, a statue outside the stadium for all I know. That guy is just a super legend. I don't, I don't think he can go wrong signing him. Even if he, you know, only takes, you know, a handful of snaps all season, he's an important guy in the locker room. He's an important guy on the sidelines. He's just too valuable to let him slip away and not retire as a Seahawk. Yeah, he's too good. He, he's He's been too good for too long um, here in the Northwest. So, yeah, I, I believe it. that's the right move. All right, well, my question uh, is to Roy. Roy, it looks like uh, WrestleMania is this Saturday, right? It's in L.A. Or it says, I saw something. Saturday. Said, huh? Saturday and Sunday. Saturday and Sunday. It's two days now. I can't believe it. So WrestleMania is, uh, is going to Hollywood, and they're going to be in L.A. this year. Now, next year, it's in a small town that you visited called Philadelphia. Uh, April the 6th and 7th next year. It sounds to me like you could make a trip over there and, uh, you know, maybe get uh, a kid coming out of college and get her home and, uh, and watch two days of WrestleMania. So what are the chances of you guys going to WrestleMania next year in Philadelphia? Oh, oh that is a lot. April... So April, what what we say, April sixth, seventh next year. It's what it says. Yep. Philadelphia. Yeah. WrestleMania forty. WrestleMania forty, almost as old as I am. Almost. 
man, that uh, actually, uh, Cody, have we talked about this before? I think this came up or. Yeah, you know, it came up a couple of times. I mean, it is, I think if we do do the 40, I mean, that's pretty much their big one right there, honestly, but. I think the goal here was to get uh, 100 uh, subscribing listeners by the end of uh, the spring term here. And uh, <laughs> no, um, that's a, I like uh, the probability there. There's a lot of good things. Um, gosh, Philadelphia. WrestleMania. I don't know. I, I would say uh, if I was going to throw a percentage out there, um, I would I would say 50-50. Wow. That's higher than I thought. I thought uh, we'd get it like a 25 percenter. But, uh, <laughs> well, yeah, great. It also could tie into uh, Cody's uh, 30th birthday. Oh, that's one way to spell the dirty 30 code. It's going to WrestleMania. <laughs> yeah. Face down in the Possibly. Ring. <laughs> oh, gosh, no. <laughs> so maybe. Yeah, see. I mean, what are we talking? Like two weeks after Cody's birthday? It seems like the stars are lining up more than I thought here. <laughs> I think it would be three weeks after. Three okay. weeks after. The question is, Shane, are you gonna are you willing to put on the uh, the, the the Philly green and make that trip? <laughs> I think the only way you make that trip is you gotta wear the Macho Man costume when you walk in the building. <laughs> It'd be awesome to wear it on the airplane, even. <laughs> oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, until you get patted down. You wouldn't want to sit next to me, though, if I was wearing all that latex. <laughs> I I tell you what, you wear the costume, I'll start growing my hair out right now, and I'll look just like an old Hulk Hogan. <laughs> I like it. Very good. Very good. All right. Um, well, I guess it's up to me now, the question. Uh, Cody. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If you were to go to a WrestleMania event, so we, uh, let me ask this: Is it a two-day event that's in Philly? So this is, is how they usually do. So how they do it is so they usually have NXT Takeover Saturday morning, I see, and then they got the two nights of WrestleMania. Plus, they got Monday Night Raw. SmackDown goes there for Philadelphia. And then pretty much they have access, so it's pretty much a whole week for them, basically. So, uh, Cody, my question to you is, uh, whose whose name do you wear? What shirt? What what what? Uh, who are you representing in an event like that? Oof! For me, it would probably be either. Between a couple of them, either Seth Rollins or Cody Rhodes, I'd be wearing. Okay. For sure, wise. 
Do you rock the uh, the throwback during a WrestleMania? Like kick it to old school? You know, get an Andre the Giant shirt or something? Or do you do you go with the the you know the flavor of the year? Uh, whoever's the top guy at the time. You no, know, for me, I think it usually. I mean, it depends how next year turns out, but possibly wear some flavor of the year. You know who uh, who's also a, a giant WrestleMania fan after he saw some of those episodes is uh, Zach Wilson. Zach Wilson is a huge fan of Jake the Snake Roberts because he was banging his mom. <laughs> Sorry about that. That was too long. Moving on. Every show. Every show. Oh. Got to keep it alive. Cody, uh, what else you got? All right. As now, we will be doing our top players and player to watch. And Shane, who do we got sponsored by this one? <laughs> this sponsor is uh, by the newest mobile bar called Booze and Horseshoes. This 1978 Miley horse trailer is equipped for any of your wedding needs, featuring high-end craftsmanship from professionals that brought you carriage house books, soon to be featured at the wedding of the year. <laughs> All right, Dad, I'll start with you for your top player. I, I had a question about the uh, the, 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 the the horse, uh, the, the mobile bar. Is is there a uh, is there a latrine also attached, or, or is, <laughs> is that a separate? <laughs> there is a latrine availability uh, for an extra charge, although we do keep it a little farm and a little country, so you find the nearest tree. Oh, I thought there was going to be like a feed bucket or something on the side with holes in the bottom. <laughs> <laughs> well, after a few too many pops, the wedding party might be saddling up on that thing. I don't know. You know, I heard there's a, a reverend that might be on campus there uh, that may or may not follow the uh, the book of the Lord. So we'll see. <laughs> laws are laws. That's <laughs> <laughs> right. An oath. Um, so... Players, uh, so we're talking players, uh, uh, the best player, right, from last week? Uh, yeah. Well, I, you know, I didn't survey all the teams, but uh, I will say, um, you know, my team, the Houston Roughnecks, they struggled out of the gate. They scored first. Um, they, uh, but uh, old Brandon Silvers wasn't getting it done um, as the QB. So they brought in the other guy. Uh, McDonald, uh, it's not Joe McDonald, but Cole McDonald. There we go. Cole McDonald came in and he had the longest pass, uh, a record for XFL, yes. 85 yard pass to Deontay uh, Burnett. Mm -hmm. So, um, and so he came in clutch there, second half, I think, ish. 
194 yards, had the longest pass in the XFL. They were kind of making a comeback there and uh, making things interesting uh, against the defenders who are still undefeated uh, at 6-0. and Hmm. Well, my uh, my player of the week is a defensive player for the Brahmas. This was a, a, a really low-scoring game, 15-9, but the San Antonio Brahmas, when their back's against the wall, they came out fighting, and uh, they beat the uh, Arlington what are they? The Renegades uh, that are right above them in the standings. So, um, but this guy had eight tackles and a fumble recovery on defense. So, in a fifteen to nine snooze fest, by the way, uh, he came up clutch and got the win. So, San Antonio is still technically uh, available to make the playoffs. Their their hope is still alive. They just can't lose anymore. So for my top player of the week, I did a DC defender wide receiver actually, as this guy had 136 yards and one TD, and his name is Lucky Jackson actually. Lucky Jackson. <laughs> that guy's name is Lucky Jackson? Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. That's his name. <laughs> Well, he isn't that lucky if he's in the XFL. <laughs> All right, Cody, what else we got? All right, as now we are moving on to our players to watch for next week. As for me, I did Seattle's wide receiver, Jawan Green, as he only had 50 yards and one TD against Orlando. Dad, who's your player to watch for next week? My player to watch is D.C. Defenders running back uh, Abram Smith. Uh, my uh, player to watch is going to be the, the running back from the Brahmas, Patrick. He had 82 yards last week. And, uh, and one, you know, one thing uh, I saw in the stats for the Brahmas – they only had 59 passing yards. The normal quarterback was out, so I don't know if they just didn't have any confidence or whatever. Total for two players, they were only 9 of 20 for 59 yards. Roy, you could for go the for the entire game, you could go 9 for 20 and average 4.1 yards. That's terrible. Uh, no wonder it was a snooze fest, but uh, they relied on the running backs and, and had 100 yards total rushing it really seems like you know that's kind of the defenders mo they're kind of, i mean they're, they've got a pretty good passing game but their rushing game is legit i mean they're peeling off you know 200 yard games uh but with split backs but it's abram smith i mean he's the main guy um he's always getting the rock uh you know for the td and the extra points and stuff he's peeling off a lot of runs for 10 or plus yards and even getting some 20 plus rushes. So that's why I like uh, Abram Smith there, but uh, man, how about uh, Cody? Uh, how did, how did we do on the, the picks last week? So last week, so both me 
and that ended up with a three, as there was only one person that ended up with a four, and it was Shane. Hey! Wait, I, hold on. I thought I had five last week. <laughs> you yeah, carry the one. They don't do five. <laughs> three, son of a bitch. Cody, so what's the, you know, last week I threw this out there. What's the totals? What are we, um, what, 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 how are the numbers breaking down? All right, so standing-wise. Standing-wise, yeah, including this week. So this week you have an eight so far, which that is still technically counted as third. Wait, whoa, whoa, wait, eight? Eight on the whole season? For the whole season. Let's, we need to focus on this. Let's rewind a little bit. For the entire season, Roy has picked Eight games correctly. <laughs> You're telling me I had a five before last week. <laughs> uh, yeah, pretty much. I'm gonna need to see the math on this. I gotta go to the replay. Oh gosh. <laughs> All right, Cody. So what who's next? All right, and then second is actually Shane with 10, and that's including this week. After getting a four this week, I'm still at 10. (laughs) You almost Mm -hmm. doubled the total. Wow. (laughs) We did miss one week. Oh, yeah, sure. That's the reason. (laughs) Which is the week I probably would have got my four. (laughs) You're your five. All right, Cody, what's your total? Mine is 11, actually. Oh, of course. The math has got one more. Nice. Boy. Oh, no, because I got a three this week. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Hi, hi, hi. I think, Roy, you could ask some of the the live studio audience, but I think this math is brought to you by Maricopa County. Or the same people that counted up all my HOA votes. Okay. Did you try and submit one for every member of the household? Yeah, and the dogs. Didn't count. And the dogs. <laughs> nice. All right, Cody. So are we doing picks for this week? Uh, yes, we are as six for this week, as we will have a Friday game starting on March 31st. That will be Seattle at Arlington, as that game can be seen on FX and ESPN+. Plus. As for me, I'm going to go with Seattle. Well, I think the uh, anybody who plays the Renegades the rest of the year, I'm going to pick them to win because uh, I need the Renegades to lose a bunch of games so my Brahmas can make the playoffs. So I'll take the Seattle Sea Dragons and Elsie to win the game this week. <laughs> I like uh, I like the Sea Dragons pick as well. Seattle's played very well um, in the last few weeks and uh, shown that uh, they're they're going to make a late run. Which probably sealed their fate not to. But <laughs> yeah, that's right. 
Okay, Cody, what's the next game? All right, at Saturday, they will have the San Antonio Brahmas pay a visit to the Vegas Vipers at that terrible field that they have. <laughs> as that will be on ESPN2 and ESPN+. Plus. As for me, I'm going to go with San Antonio on that one. You know, every time San Antonio gets featured on the Ocho, they're undefeated. So I'll take San Antonio to win. It's Vegas is just what they need. A nice trip to Vegas, a nice wholesome trip to Vegas, and win a football yeah. game. Okay, so I'm going to say Vipers just won their first game, right? Mm -hmm. They're going to love that winning feeling. <laughs> and they're going to win this one. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, as we'll also be having DC Defenders as they'll be playing against the Orlando Guardians as that will also be shown on ESPN. As for me, I went with DC as Orlando still doesn't have a win. Oh boy, are you telling me that the undefeated team is playing against the only team without a win this year? Yes. <laughs> the only defeated I tell you what, the uh, the Orlando can't find something to guardian. They are going to shock the world, and they're going to win this game. This is what's going to put me up to the leaderboard. Orlando to win. I'm taking the defenders and six. <laughs> And then the last game will be Houston at St. Louis, as that can also be seen on ESPN. As for me, I went with Houston on that one. I heard a rumor. I was looking online at some XFL stuff, and I don't know if this is true, Roy, because the Houston Roughnecks, that's your team, right? Yes, yes it is. I saw an article that said that everybody that plays football for the Houston Roughnecks pees sitting down. Is that true? <laughs> it's a windy city. That's it's a weird <laughs> way to go, but uh, you know, to each his own. Um, I'll uh, but I'm going to take them to lose this week. Uh, rough the Roughnecks are too busy with other things like, you know, Peeing sitting down, I guess. I don't know. They're going to lose. Well, I'm going to tell you, the Roughnecks dropped two in a row. It ends here. They're going to get back in their winning ways, and uh, Borgie is going to carry the rock for a couple of TDs. And uh, the uh, this uh, country Cole McDonald, or whatever his name is, the QB, <laughs> that's uh, come in for Silvers is going to uh, continue to uh, set XFL passing records. <laughs> Rough next win. All right. Sitting okay. down. <laughs> All right, Cody. All right. Uh, before we end this episode, we are going to be talking about some matches to look forward to this week. As for me, 
I chose Seattle or Arlington to see, because it should be interesting to see if Seattle can keep on the winning streak to see if they can actually qualify for the playoffs. As Dad, what is the matchup you're looking forward to this week? Well, I mean, I'm curious how uh, the Roughnecks are uh, going to do. Uh, obviously, that's a game I'll have my eyes on. Uh, but more particularly, uh, the restroom behavior of those guys <laughs> now that uh, Shane's brought that point up. <laughs> you know, it might be the most interesting piece of uh, XFL news. Probably should lead our uh, XFL news next week, don't you think? Yes, you know. Have we confirmed the rumors? I wonder what the referee's hot mic is. <laughs> That's right. That's right. See that Brandon Silver's guy sitting down in the john over there? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, Shane, uh, what matchup are you? Uh, I think that, well, the matchup I'm going to always lean towards is the Brahmas to win in Vegas, but I think the most intriguing one is the the team that has all of the wins versus the team that has all of the losses. So the yeah. DC Defenders against the Guardians, you know, you never know yeah. what's going to happen. It's true. You, you lay it out all, all on the line here. Absolutely. Oh, yeah. All right, and I want to thank everybody for listening to this episode. I'm, I hope you enjoyed it as much as we did. And I want to thank our Spotify listener, the Wild Karen, for that comment on our last episode. <laughs> as she enjoyed the episodes as much as we do. As we will catch you next time on another episode of Cody, Dad, and Uncle Shane's SFL.